Welcome back to Adventures with Bam. I'm Brent Billings. And I am Maggie Billings. And this episode brings us to the appreciation we have for Moscow to this day. Mm, so excited to share us's appreciation. <laughs> Torin, for context. Torin is our youngest child. He is two, almost three. And he... English is hard. I think if... He, I think English is hard to learn. Anyway, um instead of our he says us's and i'm like you know what that's fair like it's not an intuitive hour like us's kind of makes more sense anyway i think it's delightful i correct him because i do care about grammar and language but <laughs> i also like it when he says us's and i'll be a little bit sad when he stops forever there are some things that are just outright wrong and will be confusing but <laughs> us's while incorrect is not probably going to be misunderstood. Yeah, so it's understandable. It's fine. Comes out of his cute little face and it makes me happy. So how did we come to appreciate Moscow? Man, you know, well, you appreciated it from day one. <laughs> I mean, in some regards, but like we ate out a lot we when we did. first moved here. It's nice saying double income, no kids. Yeah. Although we weren't double income yet. So I feel like it was a really gradual process. Um, I think... <laughs> I wasn't done with that thought. Oh, sorry. Sorry for interrupting. Go on. How we, the tables have turned. We ate out a lot, which I <laughs> sort of regret financially. Mm. In some ways, it's like it was nice to get to know Moscow and what was available and be able to tell people when they visited, like, oh, if you want this, you go here. If you want this, you go here. So it was good in that way. But like it took time to like go around and check everything out. Yeah. It took time to walk, you know, around town and like see what parks were available that's and a, whatever. That's a feature though. I feel like that is one of the first things that I noticed and started to really appreciate about Moscow is how walkable it is. Yes. We had a little apartment, um, definitely not in the middle of town, but the town isn't that big. So we were what? Five minute walk from downtown. 10 minute walk from downtown, probably. Yeah. 10 to 15, depending on what part you're going to. Yeah. We, I also, gosh, probably Valent. So yeah, we moved in October of 2012. That's when we officially signed our lease on the apartment. Um, February of 2013, I got like a, um, a temp job at a flower shop, just uh, running, running the front, ringing people up for their flowers. And <laughs> the on Valentine's Day, um, someone came up, <clears throat> showed up to pick up their order, um, which was a like an arrangement in a vase. Um, so they showed up to pick it up and I grabbed it and they said, oh, no, actually, I, I didn't want an arrangement in a vase. I needed like a handheld bouquet. We're on our way to the courthouse to get married. So I kind of like pop in the back, all the floral designers are back there and they're way backed up. And I'm like, uh, I'm just going to do this for you. For context, I had no floral <laughs> floral design training or experience, but I was like, I think I can do this. And um, <laughs> she told me what flowers she wanted in it. And I just grabbed them and started doing it. And the owner uh, came out front and saw me like finishing it up and just kind of like stood there and watched as I and she was like, huh, okay, you did that well. And I was like, thanks. She's like, have you done this before? And I was like, I don't know, but it just, I don't know. I've seen pictures of flowers. I got married recently. So, um, uh, so that was Valentine's Day week. Just had the temporary job to like run the, run the front for that 
week. And then uh, like a month later, she was like, so Mother's Day is coming up. Do you want to work with us? <laughs> Do you want us to train you to be a florist? So I got a job at a flower shop um, as a floral designer. And I think that was a that was a big step for me was, and that business had been there for like 30 years at that point. Um, so working downtown and um, getting to know a lot of the regulars and I think even just being in the middle of downtown, like you spend more time at the neighboring businesses, you become a, a regular at the co-op, like you have your favorite cashiers. So I think just being in the middle of stuff more and interacting more with locals um, was a, was a big step for me and feeling like, okay, I, I have a place and I have a purpose in this town. I'm, I'm a functioning member of this (laughs) little society that's going on. Yeah. And like all the while that we're here, we got into an apartment. We ended up going with something that was very small and about as cheap as you could imagine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we were just like, we're not going to be here forever, but we'll take the money that we're saving and we'll put it towards down payment for a house. So while we're walking around, we're exploring neighborhoods, we're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out where we might want to live. So I think it was, was, I guess it was not quite two years into our time here that we we bought our house. Mm -hmm. And I'm even more pleased with our decision as time goes on. Yeah. And the house, um, the big thing about the house too, was when we, started looking for a house, our dear friends, who I'm sure we've mentioned, uh, Seth and Anna were um, still up in the Coeur d'Alene area and were planning to move down here for school. And I don't know how it came up, but basically it was like, hey, do you guys want to live together? <laughs> you know, Brent and Seth had already uh, done the roommates thing before. Um, so we knew they could live harmoniously. Um, <clears throat> so when we started looking for houses, the idea was, let's find something that can work for that. Something that has maybe a separate space for them, but also communal. Like we don't look a duplex. We want to hang out with them. But um, so yeah, that was the vision. And the house that we bought was actually the first one we looked at and was not on the market. Our realtor had said, um, you know, just to get you guys going, I know these people who are wanting to sell. Um, they want to do a private sale. But um, well, they they were actually preparing to list it. They just had not actually listed. No, it yet. they wanted they were going to sell it to someone that they personally knew, and then it fell through after a few weeks. Like after we looked at it the first time, it fell through, and then they were going to list it. And we came back and looked at it a second uh, time. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, we. Um, but yeah, they there. I remember because we we looked at this house, and then we went and looked at several other houses, and then Aline was like, "Hey." They're going to list it if you guys don't like pull the trigger on this. Yeah. And this house, I, you know, cause you're not, you're not supposed to buy the first house that you look at. Um, it's like the conventional wisdom. But as we looked at other things, it was like, like I kept coming back to like, oh man, but I kind of like that first house. And I don't know. I think I told you about this. Uh, maybe I, at some point weeks into this process and things would go on the market and be under contract by the weekend. So stuff was just selling very quickly. Um, but I had a dream. I had a dream about this house. Um, and the dream was super simple. I just, the dream was that I woke up in the house and walked like, 
you know, was sleeping in one of the bedrooms and woke up in the morning and walked out into the living room and it was just our house. Like it was just a dream about waking up and living in the house. And I just had this feeling that like, this is the house. This is supposed to be your home. So at that point I was set on it and Brent was not. And I was like, I think we should. And he was like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of a funky house. Like it's old. It has many quirks, but one of the weird things is that the <laughs> it had this giant, very long bedroom that was right, basically, like, right off the front porch, kind of. Like, when you walk in the house. Not kind of. like Yeah, I guess the front porch window, if you, if you wanted to break in, you would break in through the front porch window, and then you would be in that bedroom, which we were like, well, that would have to be the master bedroom. And... And then there's no, there's no like master bath. Like it's just, it's just some bedrooms and a bathroom upstairs and then a bedroom, bathroom downstairs. Um, But the downstairs had like a kitchen area and stuff. We were like, oh, we could rent that out to our friends. That'd be perfect. You know, it's got a separate entrance. Perfect for that kind of setup. So Brent was not sold on it. Um, And I don't know what changed your mind. But we decided to come back and look at it a second time. And then the second time through, you're kind of like, well, actually, you know, I think we could I think we'd do it like this. So, yeah, we bought it. And to <laughs> to to tie that little loop, basically that long bedroom, what we decided to do, we took the smaller bedroom upstairs because we don't need a lot of space. And then the four of us, um, us and Seth and Anna, our friends who moved in turned that big bedroom into just like a shared workspace. So we each had a desk in there <laughs> for all of our crafts and stuff. It was us as office. It was us as office. Uh, and then when, so yeah. So anyway, sorry, this is a long, this is going to be a longer episode probably. Um, more oh, no, went no, into no. We the, can't do that. We'll no? have to break it up again. Oh man. Okay. Well, but yeah, I think buying the house for sure, but really for me, having Seth and Anna live with us, was huge for me just feeling rooted. Like I was already starting to feel a bit better. Had some had some friends down here. Um had people to hang out with. Like that was great. Um but having Seth and Anna live with us and do life with us in Moscow, people that we had history with and roots with and you know that we grieved alongside of when Johnny died, like it just was very comforting for me to have people who like got it who i knew knew us knew our story knew what we'd been through the last couple of years um yeah and they're so easy to live with tell you what people told us <laughs> when we when we uh would hang out with you know people in coeur and mentioned like yeah we're buying a house seth and Anna are gonna live with us and there were many naysayers there were a lot of people who were like oh, are you sure that's a good idea like you know a lot of people and I think this is, I think there's probably truth to this. I'm sure there are a lot of people who um, think it's a great idea to live with friends and then find out that um, their friends have very different living and cleaning styles and it causes drama. But Seth and Anna are so easy to live with. Like they're just chill and we could hang out with them, but it wasn't like the constant pressure to be hanging out all the time. And yeah, I really, I really loved that season. They lived with us for four years. And I, I think what made this house work is there were just very clear areas where the little hallway sort of thing mm-hmm. 
that goes to our bedroom <laughs> and the bathroom is right next to it. Like that was our space. And then you go downstairs and there's a couple of main rooms. Now one main room, we knocked down a wall at some point, but then you go into that bedroom and the bathroom for that bedroom is inside of that bedroom. So that was very clearly their space. We each had our own dedicated spaces and then we could share everything else. Yeah. Shared the kitchen clean separation, but also very integrated otherwise yeah yeah it was i don't know i loved it i loved and i think if you've never um if you've never lived communally before it can sound really scary and i think part of it obviously the trick is just you know (laughs) try to live with people who (laughs) who you love a lot and are easygoing but um i don't know also don't be afraid to be like hey i need the shelf for my cups i don't know I feel like we never had to do that with them, but I would imagine if you have people that you need to set boundaries with, just do it. And I don't know. Our experience is so good. It's probably abnormal. I figure of the four of us, I was probably the most difficult one to live with. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I think you're just more, you just care about things more than things though certain specific things, things like Very specific the silverware things. cannot get wet or like. It's not that the silverware can't get wet. Right. But if the silverware gets wet, it has to be dried dried immediately. immediately. So there's no water spots. Right. Yeah. There are just little particular things. I like our silverware and I want it to look nice. Right. It looks like trash when it has water spots on it. And that's why I just keep forks from the co-op. So (laughs) anyway, but we also had um, later on. um, So, yeah, they lived with us for four years, but the final year of them living with us, we had another friend move in. Our dear friend Jeannie also moved down um, from Coeur d'Alene Post Falls area. And um, so she lived in the big room. She took over us's office. She took over us's office. I'm so pleased with how many times we get to say us's. Um, Yeah, we I don't remember how I don't know. We cleared out the space. I guess we must have all just downsized. Um, But the I think I had kind of like moved my little office space to like the dining room table. I would just like open up my laptop. That's true. I don't know what you and Anna did. Seth had moved his office downstairs. We kind of moved the fridge around and made a little desk space. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, so Jeannie and again, same like from our same circle of friends and community that we had before. So we all knew each other really well. Um, But yeah, Jeannie moved into that big bedroom. Um, So for a while, there were five of us in the one house and three of us, um, you and me and Jeannie all shared that tiny bathroom and it worked. Like, I don't remember it ever being an issue, which is especially uh, impressive considering I was pregnant for part of that. Like really that most of that last year, that Seth and Anna were here, I was pregnant with Darius and extremely ill most of the time. Um, so I definitely spent a long time throwing up in the bathroom. Um, maybe it was more of an issue for you and Jeannie than it was for me. I felt like the the bathroom was always available when I needed to hurl. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't remember it being an issue. Okay. Uh, that's good. Yeah, the summer before Darius was born... Seth and Anna moved out from the basement and then Jeannie moved downstairs. Well, the summer, yeah, the summer he was born. They moved out a couple months before he was born. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. In the summer before he was born. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they moved out of the basement 
um, he graduated. Um, they moved out, got, got their own little place, um, a few minutes away. And then Jeannie moved downstairs and then the us's office slash Jeannie's bedroom became a giant nursery. <laughs> It was so big, but it was kind of handy because like babies have a lot of gear and like big stuff. So it's nice to just kind of have somewhere to stick it all. And then we did this episode is just turning into us talking about what we've done with our house. Um, then when Torin was born, like the last couple months of that pregnancy, we basically split the giant room in half, put up a wall. So now it's two very small bedrooms, but it's which working. it was at some point in the past. This yeah. house was built in 1932 there was a a beam that was clearly like a wall at some point in between these spaces and we put it back. Indeed. We've diverted so far, but That's I That's enough for the projects. Uh, we got to cut this off. Oh, well, I don't want to cut it off yet. I just want to I just want to throw in one more little doodly bop about the what any I'm just going to do it. I got to uh, go on a walk. We got to okay. So, I think the other we had a big advantage in that I feel like a lot of people, when they move to a new area, if you move for work, like that's cool. But most people don't build their community and friendships around their coworkers. Um, but I think for us, we had the advantage of um, Brent was working for a church. And if you like your church and you <laughs> like the people there, um, it you kind of have a built-in setup to meet people and like find your crowd. Um so even though it took it took me a while to feel like really rooted and settled here, um, we did have a head start and that was huge. So um yeah, we just we love the people here. We love the people at that church and um yeah, it just it just took me a while to to feel settled. But now I'm home and I'm never leaving. Till we move to France. All right. Cue that accordion music. I can't do it in accordion. No, no. I'm going to put it I in. Know. You don't have to do I it. I know. It'd just, actually probably be worse if you try to. It would be so much worse. <laughs> I don't think I can imitate a single musical instrument <laughs> no. if I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now cue the real accordion music <laughs> and we will talk to you guys uh, next week. <laughs>